Nikki's thoughts. She dives into your brain. Nikki's thoughts. She's a queen with a frame. Nikki's thoughts. Melanated and spiritually in tune. Nikki's thoughts. Unapologetic with energy like Oshuno Shoes. When you hear her, you're gonna go on a journey. Nikki's thoughts. Heartbreak. Advice. She got you. Don't you worry. She's a boss. She's a boss. Nikki's thoughts. Greetings, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Nikki's Thoughts Podcast. I am your girl, A. Nicole, and I would like to thank you for tuning in with me this week, whether you are a first time listener or you are an around the way player. I appreciate you tremendously, and I would also like to invite you to subscribe and um, rate, review, and tell a friend just how dope you think this podcast is, right? Um, So um, I want to say happy Veterans Day, belated Veterans Day to all my fellow veterans out there. Um, I always take Veterans Day off um, because goddamn it, I deserve it. All right. I I went through the motherfucking going through. Okay. I burnt my ass up over in that motherfucking sandbox. All right. I was in the jungles with the Viet Cong. All right. So I deserve it. Um, so I came up to um, New York, New York City um, to do some things for Black Sauce and um, another one of my brands. So I am up here. I am having a ball. I'm up here for the weekend. And um, I'm so glad that I bought my equipment because when I get back, I have to get on my orders um, for Black Sauce's holiday collection. So if you also supported um, our holiday collection, thank you. If you are interested, I have an online store where I do amazing skincare. I have accessories. I have spiritual care. I have apparel. I have every goddamn thing. Come visit us. www.blacksauce.com um, the Instagram is black sauce brand. So, um, anyway, I say all of that to say that, um, I brought my microphone and my equipment because I was like, yo, if you don't record that podcast while you're up there in New York, your ass ain't going to do it. Cause soon as you get back, you got to get on your orders. So here I go. Here I go. Look at me being responsible. Look at me. Look at me. Um, so this week, I want to speak about codependency. And you know what? I may have even done an episode on codependency before. And I was like, you know what? Even if you have done one on it, you know, goddammit, you did 101. This is codependency 202. Welcome. Because that's what the hell I'm doing today's episode on. I didn't set my mind to it. So we're just going to get with it. So um, last week episode, we spoke about self-sabotage. Excuse me, I'll put my phone on silent. Um, We spoke about self-sabotage. And one of the characteristics that I discussed with self-sabotage was codependency. Being codependent on other motherfuckers when you need to stand on your own two fucking feet. Okay? I see it all the time. You can't go left without your best friends. You know, you can't move right, you know, without your man. You know, you, you, you can't make a decision without your mama. This person got to be in your business. You know, just codependency. And like that is really the root of evil when it comes to our independence, when it comes to our autonomy, when it comes to our boundaries, when it comes to us as an individual person. I feel as though we are in a society where everybody wants to belong to someone. Everybody wants to <laughs> want to be yours. I want you to be mine. He's my man. That's my girl. No. You know, we are we are individuals on our own journeys. And while your journeys can merge, of course, you can be 
in your relationships or whatever type of exchanges um, that you choose to be in, you have to respect the fact that that person is their own person. You cannot control other people and you shouldn't want to control other people. You know, I was telling my sister today, we were talking about relationships and shit like that. And I told her plain, I'm at the point, well, I've been at the point, I will rather watch a guy show me what he want to do. Like, I'm not about to be motherfucking working the highways and the byways of the motherfucking control laws. You know what I mean? I'm not about to be delegating and, and you do this and you, no. Do you know how much fucking energy depletion that is? And I got other shit that I need to be doing that makes me a nice coin. I'm not about to be over here supervising my man for free. No, show me what you would rather do. That is what gets me, you know, not having to have that anxiety of, oh, what is he going to do? No, show me. Put it out in the fucking open. Because then we going off of your marriage. You know, it ain't shit you can tell me about what the fuck I didn't said, what I didn't did, what I didn't misconstrue, what I didn't misunderstood, none of that shit, because you didn't shown me. And one thing about a Virgo, we love a good receipt. Oh, yes, we love a good receipt. So go ahead and give me these receipts. <sighs> so anywho, <laughs> this week's episode will be about um, self-sabotage. I want to get into it. I want to talk about it. Um, if you are interested in following me on social media, my Instagram is Freaknik and that's F-R-E-Q dot N-I-K. That's Instagram and Twitter is F-R-E-Q underscore N-I-K. Now, let me say that Freaknik, that is the only page that I have for a Nicole outside of my brands, my businesses. I noticed this week. It was brought to my attention that there are two accounts that are impersonating me. They got my pictures, my posts, my my profile, my bio. And I'm just like, Ew. it just, yeah, this mental health shit, man. It, it, it's really a fucking doozy to be dealing with it 24-7. So um, I say that to say that my only page on Instagram is Freaknik. And again, that's F-R-E-Q dot n-i-k so come on over and join the fam bam and get these posts so without further ado we're going to get into today's topic shall we Okay, so when we talk about codependency, um, the nucleus of codependency is the presence of an imbalance of the relationship, right? Um, if you think about a scale, you know, maybe like the Libra scale or just a scale, you know, one of the legal scales or whatever where you have um, both sides, not a, a weight scale that you step on, but, you know, a legal scale or a Libra scale. Um, if you put too much shit on the left side and nothing on the right side, it's going to belly up. It's going to whop on one side. You know, it's, it, it's never going to even out. And if you think of codependency, that's when you merge or an individual merges their energy, um, not balanced on their own merit, but eases it over on the scale of someone else. You know, put all of their eggs in that basket, lean on that person's shoulders, leans their weight on that person, you know, or vice versa. Because in codependent relationships, one person can be codependent on the other um, and or excuse me, they both can be codependent on both. You know, both have attachment issues, both have emotional issues, both have, you know, unhealed fucking trauma and, and we're just trauma bonding um, and we're just being codependent. And for those of you who don't know what trauma bonding is, trauma bonding is when you build friendships or you build connections, exchanges, whatever, based solely off of a shared trauma experience. 
you know, so what you're doing is you're, you're talking about whatever this shared trauma is, you know, whether it be, you know, your experience with dealing with fucked up, you know, men, uh, uh, domestic violence, um, you know, sexual assault, you know, um, lying, cheating, all of that. That's all you fucking talk about when you're with this person, or that's the majority of the shit that you exchange energy about is low vibrational shit that you've experienced that you haven't healed from. And instead of healing from it, you're re-energizing it by bringing it up in a negative light, not to heal, but just to spew it out you know, with another individual, that's trauma bonding. And that is not the business. Okay. So, um, codependency, it can be a learned behavior. You know, it can be something that you get from, you know, someone else, particularly your parents or your, your primary caregivers. If you saw your mother always chasing men, or always codependent on a man, depending all of her needs. And that's what codependency is. You are dependent on having your needs fulfilled by someone else, as opposed to you, your emotional needs, your spiritual needs, your physical needs, even your sexual needs, everything. No, you, you, you can't, you can't do it the best. This person can. You know, or you can't figure it out first or at least have a a a chunk of what you should do. No, I got to wait for so-and-so to tell me or no, I got to wait to talk to so-and-so about it. You know, even with your experiences, having good experiences. I know a lot of people who are codependent on their friends to have good experiences. They don't move. They don't fucking move until their friends move. I know a lot of girls who miss out on going to amazing trips. I've posted about that on Freak Nick too. Oh, so many times girls say, oh, Nick, I, I wish I could go to Jamaica. Like when I do my trips or, oh, Nick, I'm a so-and-so-and-so. I want to go, da-da-da, I'm waiting on my friends. And then hauling, I mean, dragging ass, friend dragging ass, and she didn't miss out. It's sold out now. And you can't come. And nine times out of ten, your friend wasn't supposed to come. You know, people are codependent in their friendships. They don't move. They don't experience fun until their friend want to do it. Or until their friend is on board. And I mean, you play yourself. You play yourself each time when you do it. You know, it's also referred to as relationship addiction. You know, because you, um, you, 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 you form and you create these one-sided and destructive relationships with people. You know, and, 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 and it's just not a good look. It's not a good look, but anyway, um, codependency being, um, learned, you know, you, you, you may have grew up watching your father be codependent on your mom or your mother be codependent on her mom, you know, like she can't move what I mean, your overbearing ass mama, even your, your, your man, his mama overbearing her ass. I had one of those who I, who I will say a name, but I'm healing. Yes. I had one of those. Overbearing parents, you know, my ex-husband was so codependent on his parents. And I told him, I said, you know, they're going to cost you your marriage, honey. And then they're going to go back to their house together with each other <laughs> and lay up, you know, with their child that's still in the house. And you're going to be on the outside looking in. And what the fuck happened? Call me, Cleo. Call me now. There is no substitute. It happened. I was like, you know what, y'all, y'all, y'all know so much. It's this, that, and the third, take his ass back. And he looked up and now your ass in there putting your name on the orange juice. You know, your ass in there tiptoeing on the marble floor. You know, because I was like, uh-uh, you're so codependent on them. You can't work in the marriage. You can't, we can't figure this shit out, you and I. We can't da 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 when it comes to our issues, when it comes to our child. You always going over to see the Wizard of Motherfucking Oz. You always easing on down the motherfucking road with your cowardly lying ass. So, hey, keep your ass over there with the fucking Wizard of Oz. Okay? And I followed the yellow brick road to motherfucking freedom freedom shit so here we go um so 
codependency in a nutshell can also be a desire to fix or save people and feel needed. You know, um, when you put other people before yourself, their feelings and their needs before your own. When when you're passive aggressive in your communication, you know, when when you don't like confrontation, when you don't like to make decisions, you know, or when you when you bend over backwards to keep a fucked up relationship intact. You know, these are these also stem from poor attachment styles. I don't want to say poor attachment styles. Yeah, I do. Poor attachment styles. Fuck it. Who gonna stop me? Who gonna check me, boo? Um, yeah, poor poor attachment styles. And in your leisure, please look up attachment styles. Our attachment styles that we have in our romantic unions and you know, even with our friendship unions, they pretty much so mirror the ones that we had with our parents or our primary caregiver growing up. So if you had fucked up attachment style or attachment issues with your mom and your daddy, it's playing out the same in your relationships. Just, 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 just about the same, you know, and, and speaking of which, when we're talking about what creates a codependent person, um, codependent, our issues and our codependency issues, they can develop when, even when someone is, is raised by parents who are overprotective you know, of their needs, you know, because it's an extreme. It can also happen when they have underprotective parents. And I know some of you all may be like, well, overprotective, like what what the hell? But yeah, overprotective parents, because when you're overprotective, you smother the shit out of your fucking kids. When you are overprotective, you smother the shit out of your kids and you shield them and you handicap them. From having life experiences or going through life experiences that they need to go through to gain the life skills necessary to propel them into adulthood. Now, I'm not saying, you know, to be cool with and to allow your your, your daughter to be out here motherfucking selling fruit cocktail or or standing at the, the bus stop sucking on a lollipop. You know, or, or, or your son to be out here, uh, 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 getting his money little duffel bag boy. But I've seen so many parents stifle their children because, oh, I don't want them to feel discomfort from this growing pain. Or no, I don't want them to do this and I don't want them to do that. Baby, you have to. Some shit children have to experience. Some shit, you know, children have to experience so that it can build their confidence. And I'm not talking trauma. You know, they need to gain their confidence. They need to gain independence. You know, you you shouldn't be making decisions, all these fucking decisions for your children, particularly without their input, because this is their life. So I feel this is me. And, you know, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I am a liberal parent. I am a child-centered parent. You know, this life was given to me to live, so I live my life. I don't live my life for my mother. I don't live my life for my father. I live my life for April Nicole. I do what April Nicole likes. I do April Nicole's passions, you know? And because I do April Nicole's passions, I don't have to dump onto Kingston Central on the areas that I never shined in or I never gave myself a fair shake in because I see a lot of parents do that. They push their desires on their children. Shit, they never fucking accomplish. You take your ass out there and fucking accomplish that shit. This person don't want to do that. This child don't want to do that. You know? So when you take away their identity, when you take away um, their right for decision-making, for autonomy, you know, things that will build their confidence, you know, things that will build their self-esteem, things that will build their voice. You make them codependent because since they never stood up to you, since they never made a fucking decision about themselves to save their fucking life, you know, since they've never been in the driver's seat of their own fucking vehicle, guess what's going to happen? Because a lot of parents think these kids turn 18, you you unleash them to college and now they motherfucking uh, 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 Stone Cold Steve Austin and these parents think that they're going to still be these choir children no now they're out with other people who they're going to be codependent on oh yeah you make the decisions oh yeah okay I'm gonna go with you okay I'm gonna do this even if they know the shit is wrong 
because they have been stifled of their opportunities to discern, to make decisions, to stand up for themselves, to lift their self-esteem, to lift their confidence. And I'm going to tell you something as parents, it is our responsibility to prepare our children for when we're not here. I have a lot of parents who say, oh, my God, I can't imagine when I go, oh, my child, my poor child, when I go, what is he going to do? What is she going to do? And I just like that is not that is not a flex. I wouldn't even be telling nobody that. So you have not planned your child for your demise. You know, you 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 know that they're out here just motherfucking uh, 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 willy fucking nilly. So you set them up for codependency because you know that without you, they're going to they're going to fail. So they're going to find you in somebody else, you know, because they haven't learned. No, I shouldn't be listening to so-and-so. I need to stand up on my own too. You know, I need to do what I need to do. So um, that is a way that overprotective parents can create a codependent person. Now let's talk about underprotective parents. When you neglect your children, um, you open up the door for them to seek guidance elsewhere. You know, you don't you don't foster a positive environment for them to build their confidence. You know, it's kind of like the overprotective parent, you know, where the overprotective parent, they they've inserted themselves as the force with the underprotective parent. It ain't shit. This child don't have nothing. This child don't have shit to go off of blank space. Blank paper. So there's no guidance. There's nothing. And when there's no guidance, you seek it elsewhere. And when you don't know what good guidance look for, any type of a direction is direction. So that's how you breed codependency when you are underprotective. You know, yes, I am a liberal parent, but I'm not a neglectful parent. You know, in my liberal parenting with Kingston, I give him options. I give him discussion. You know, I give him the space to talk out. Well, why do you want to do that? Well, you know, tell me, tell me, you know, what what makes you say that? Or what's your reasoning for that? Hmm, okay. I have conversations with Kingston to build his confidence, to, to, to build his voice, for him to be comfortable with speaking up for himself and advocating for himself. Because when I'm gone, he got to speak for himself. He got to advocate for himself. And not only that, he is a black man. He is a black man. I want my baby to walk about this bitch with La Amistad. Okay? I want him to be motherfucking uh, a warrior. Okay? Nubian warrior. All right? You was a black man. You walk out there with your head high. You walk out there and you assert yourself. You don't put your fucking head down. You look people in their fucking eye. You assert yourself. You know, yeah, I like it. I fuck with it. Yeah, that's my decision and I fuck with it. I don't care if you don't fuck with it. That's just me, you know. But um, let's get into some characteristics of a codependent person because, you know, maybe you don't think it's you or maybe you do think it's you or maybe you have an inkling about someone else and, and you're not um, you're not sure, um, you know, what. What what is so? Let's get into some characteristics of um, a codependent a codependent person. Excuse me. Okay, so let's get into the first one. Um, the first is when you have a extreme need to seek approval from other people. Yes, and there's nothing wrong with wanting approval. Um. But I think a lot of people have that confused um, with people stamping them. You know, like, yeah, you're the shit. You're the bomb. There's a difference. You can approve something or you can disapprove it. You know, but at the end of the day, how do you feel about your art? How do you feel about whatever your decision is? And that is where um, codependency comes in. When you 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 just have a deep desire, you gotta like it. You don't like it, I got a problem. You you don't like it, I'll change it. You 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 don't like it, I'll do something else. I don't give a fuck if you, if they don't like it. 
you know, um, another thing with my son, I've, I've always raised him, you know, Kingston, do you like it? When he would come to me and say, well, mom, what do you think? Or mom, you know, and I, I could see that he was leaning on me to make the decision. Well, um, Kingston, it's really not about what I think. What do you think, Papa? What do you think about it? You know, you like it? If you like it, that's the only thing that matters. And that's what I tell him all the time. Listen, I don't, I don't give a fuck who don't fuck with it. I don't have to fuck with it. Your father don't have to fuck with it. Your best friend, Grammy, whoever, your gal, whoever, if you fuck with it, that's all that matters because that's how I am. I don't give a fuck who don't fuck with it. I fuck with it. <laughs> Saint your life. <laughs> fuck. I don't need your approval. It's just, what? And that's where it starts. You know, with, 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 with not seeking that approval from other people, because, okay, if they don't like it, then what, you're not going to do it. So now you are codependent. You are dependent on their approval for you to live your fucking life. No. And Kingston now, not even now, even then, you know, pushes back sometimes, even when it's stuff that I'm like, mm, no, Papa, I don't think that I don't think that's a good look. And he'll look me right in my eye and say, it's what I like. Right. And respect. You're right. Let's go. Let's get it. I'm a ride. You know, I'm a ride or die. I'm a ride. You know, so if he'll stand up to me, I know he'll go outside and he'll stand up to whoever. You know, that's giving that's giving a voice. That's not seeking the approval of others. I don't give a fuck who don't like it. I'm gonna keep saying that. I'm gonna say that a few more times before I move to the next one. I don't give a fuck who don't like it. Fuck um, I don't care who don't like it. And one thing I've learned about that, people have a problem with you not giving a fuck about their opinion. And I don't give a fuck about that either. I don't give a fuck about how you feel about me not giving a fuck how you feel. Why are you even here? I'm over here doing what I need to do. This is my life. Stop seeking the approval of others and live your life. The only person's approval that matters is yours. It should not matter what your mama think, what your daddy think. What your man think, what your gal think, what auntie think, what your professor think, what your coworker think, what your boss think, what your kids think, what your, whoever. It's about you. This is your life. Next. Um, when we talk about our self-worth, a lot of people hold their self-worth. You know, they weigh it on what others think about them. You know, you feel as though you're worthy if somebody else tells you you're worthy. Or you don't feel as though you have anything to bring to the collective if somebody then told you that you don't. Excuse me. Excuse me. But this is where the confidence comes from. You know, this is where your affirmations come from. Your positive self-talk comes from. You know, you, your self-worth should not depend on nobody but you. It shouldn't be dependent on nobody but you. You don't need no fucking co-signer for your self-worth. You don't need no, no co-signer to know that you the shit. I'm sorry, what? And from who? A mere mortal who has their own shit with them? They get to pick and choose and tell you about your worth? I'm sorry. And I don't give a fuck what type of life you didn't live. I don't give a fuck what you didn't fucking did. You still here. Every day is a fucking second chance. You know, and this is for my booze out there who might have, you know, did a little stuff in the past, may have a little past that may be a little sketch. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? You can reinvent yourself any motherfucking day of the week. You can reinvent yourself any motherfucking day of the week. Every day is a second chance. You know, stop putting your self-worth in the hands of other people who are not worthy. Especially when they got skeletons in their closet that ain't even dead yet. They got motherfuckers in there tied up waiting for their fucking death. They got motherfuckers in there saying their prayers. Saying they last rights and shit like that. But they worried about what the fuck is going on with you. And they judging you and you allowing them. You don't let mere mortals judge you. You don't let mere mortals tell you what the fuck you are here to do. That's between you and the most high. Whoever the most high is to you. Okay. Next. Another um, characteristic of codependency can be a habit of taking on more work than you can realistically handle, either to earn praise, because that's where you get your um, your worth from, praise from others, or to alleviate 
a burden on a loved person, on a loved one. You know, maybe they going through the going through, you know, they could use some help and you know, your ass can't really fucking help, but you want to make them feel good. You want to make them this, that, and the third. So you bring your can't really do this shit ass over here to add shit on your plate because you are codependent on receiving awards and favor for them for basically bending over fucking backwards and sticking your fucking neck out. No. Or you're doing it to receive praise, to validate yourself. That's the word I was looking for earlier, validate. You know, codependency is you're using others. You're depending on the energy of others. You're depending on the voice of others to validate you. Or to validate a void that you are experiencing. You know, fuck them burdens of other people. Stop taking on work. Let them figure it out. Let them let them figure it out like they would do if they didn't know you. Let them figure it out like they would do if your ass wasn't here. Let them figure it out like they would do if y'all wasn't on speaking terms. Stop taking on work to be praised. You got to know that you the shit, you know, and, 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 and reassurance is different. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when you're taking on burdensome work in exchange for praise, just to hear somebody say, you know, the words that you want to hear. Oh, you're such a good person. Oh, you're so smart. Oh, you're this. Oh, you're that because you want to fill that void because you haven't heard that a lot. Nobody really tells you that or that's a childhood wound and you want to hear it. No, stop it. Next, if you have a tendency to apologize for shit that ain't your fucking fault or take on blame in order to keep the peace, baby, we got to stop that codependent shit right now. What the hell are you apologizing for if you ain't this shit? That's why... Me, I'm the type of person, I like apologies where people tell me what they apologizing for. My son will tell you that. You tell mommy, I'm sorry. Oh, Kingston, what do you, what do you, what do you apologize for? What are you sorry for? Don't just tell me you're sorry. Especially when he know he done fucked up and he want to come with them big pretty eyes and no, no, niggas. What you sorry for? State your case. What you sorry for? What's going on? You know, tell me. What you're sorry for. And that also gives him accountability. Because if you can't think of what you're sorry for, you don't got no business fucking apologizing. You don't. And that's not to say, I do know a lot of people who narcissistically feel as though they've done nothing wrong and don't apologize. It's a damn shame I have to say this, but that I'm not talking about those people. To the person listening, you know, uh, foaming at the mouth, thinking, you know, projecting, thinking that that's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about not apologizing when you haven't done anything wrong or ding, ding, ding. Worse, apologizing when you were the one who was offended and you are the one who is due the apology. You're due the apology, but you apologize. And I'm sorry, what? What are we doing at it? Not him. Why you doing that, sis? Why you doing that, bro? You are deserved, deserving of, excuse me, an apology. And I'll tell a person, um, I believe that you owe me an apology. I believe that an apology is due. Yeah. And if you need a little help, well, why? Well, because of this, you've done X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So stop apologizing and stop taking the blame of something just to keep the peace. Fuck the peace. It's not peaceful if you have to go through these type of low vibrational and debasing methods to keep it. There ain't no peace. What the fuck? That's not peace. That's hostile. Where you have to grovel and where you have to bring yourself down a buttonhole lower to make somebody else feel better, please. Next, a pattern of avoiding conflict. That's another sign of codependency. Because when you avoid conflict, you deny yourself opportunities to stand up for yourself, advocate for yourself. You know, listen, we're all human. We're not always going to be kumbaya. 
We're not always going to, you know what I mean, live in motherfucking uh, harmony, hand, hand in hand. You know, you're going to have to advocate for yourself. You're going to have to assert your voice. You know, when conflict comes, you're going to have to stand on them two feet and say that shit with your chest. Because if you don't, people going to punk you. And when you're punked, you're codependent. Okay? You're living on your knees. And that's not cool. You know, a tendency to minimize or ignore your own desires. That's another thing of codependency. Because you're so dependent on the aura, the energy, and the characteristics of another person that you're not feeding the aura, the energy, and the characteristics of your damn self. You so busy over in this person's yard. That you not over here tending to your fucking garden. And that's why your ass is shriveled. That's why your ass is tiny. Because your ass is not feeding yourself. You over there giving your magic to everybody else but you. You know, that's codependency. You're not living out your dreams. You're not fulfilling your destiny and your goals. Because you over there being motherfucking momager. Sonya Norwood and shit, Chris Jenner to this motherfucker. And that's not what you're supposed to be doing. You're not supposed to be neglecting yourself for somebody else. That's codependency. What? You were sent here to do something. You were sent here to be somebody. What is you doing? But you over here social working this motherfucker. That's not how it goes. That's not how any of this works. Next. If you have a habit of making decisions for others or trying to manage loved ones, if you have control issues, that's codependency. Because again, you more concerned with somebody over there than your own shit. If you trying to be over there managing, if you trying to be over there motherfucking control issues, overpowering, you know, smothering, you know, not giving nobody they fucking space, not giving them 50 feet. Being a thin line between love and hate. Stop it. That ain't your business. You need to be in your lane. Heading towards your journey. Okay. Next. Um, another characteristics of codependency is when our moods, when our emotions, when our feelings. Um, they reflect how others feel. How their emotions are. Like we mimic theirs. You know, we don't allow ourselves the opportunity to feel. We don't allow ourselves to have a a difference of opinion or a difference of feeling. You know, okay, if you're upset, I'm upset. Even though I really don't see what the big deal is. Or, oh, okay, you're cool with it, I'm cool with it. Even though this shit is fucked up. Or, oh, you're okay, well, I'm hurt. And I'm really hurt. But I'm not going to say anything. No. Mm Mm-mm. You need to have your own emotions. Again, I don't care who don't fuck with it. I don't care who's not affected by it. I don't care who is okay with it. If you ain't okay with it, that's what matters. If you don't like that shit, that's what matters. Same thing I tell my baby. If you don't like it, that's all that fucking matters. And that's what you need to focus on. And that's what you need to advocate for. You know? And that brings me to my next one, which is when we have anxiety or guilt, when we do shit for ourselves. Oh, my fucking God. (sighs) This is why a lot of us can't get nowhere. Because every time we try to do something to propel ourselves, every time we try to do something to get ourselves to the next level, every time we try to do something just for ourselves, just for the good of ourselves. I mean, we doing it, right? So why can't it be just for the good of ourselves? I'm not asking your ass to do it. I'm doing this. We get this, oh, I feel selfish. Or, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. Or, oh, oh, oh. First of all, I done told y'all about the word selfish. You're being full of self. Who the fuck else are you supposed to be full of? And when you're full of other people, that's codependency. When you're not full of yourself, you're starving. When you're full, think about it. When you're full, you're full. You feel good. You know, you're contained. You know, you, 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 you're nice. You have to be full. Yeah, no, I'm good. I just ate. You know, that's selfish. Being full of self. But when you're starved of self, when you're starving, just think about when you're starving. You know, when you got them hunger pains. When you're irritable. 
when you're this, when you're that. You know, that's not a good look. So stop that. Do shit for yourself. This is your fucking life. Listen, I'm going to tell y'all some good shit. We wasn't sitting here to be fucking workhorses for other people. We were sent here to do our fucking, our purpose. And our purpose is not, I, I don't care who you are. You can't tell me. Our purpose is not being a fucking mat that motherfuckers walk over with no boundaries. I don't give a fuck who you are. You can't, you can't convince me of that. No, no, you got to take that to somebody else. That is not your fucking destiny, you know? And that is what we're here to fulfill our destiny and to also have positive experiences. You are not supposed to have a fucked up life. You are not supposed to struggle forever. You are not supposed to be motherfucking Miss Silly's Blues. No, Silly did that shit. So hopefully you wouldn't have to go through that. And here you are trying to go through that shit. No. Do shit for yourself. Fuck that guilt. Fuck that anxiety. Especially if you didn't been. Listen to me. I didn't been through some shit. So every opportunity I motherfucking have to make myself laugh. To give myself happiness, you better believe I'm going to fucking take it. And I dare motherfucker to say something to me because you ain't go through the shit that I fucking been through. You ain't pulled yourself out of the shit I didn't fucking pull myself out of. You ain't put yourself on a back burner like I have for other people. You know what I mean? Being a motherfucking sign of servitude, Mother Teresa, and all of this other shit. No. Fuck that. I wish a motherfucker would. And if you got a problem with me propelling myself and me fucking trying to uh, uh, feed into myself when I fed into other motherfuckers all my life, fuck you. You are a part of the problem and you cannot sit here. And it's that simple, but that's me not being codependent on another motherfucker. If you don't fuck with it, get the fuck. If you don't fuck with how my life is, how I have set my shit up. You don't have to stay here. I didn't I didn't come and knock on your door with a watchtower in my hand and tell you to come on and drink this Kool-Aid. I didn't do that. You get the fuck. ASAP. No Rocky. Please. Next, that brings me to when we do shit that we really don't want to do simply to make other motherfuckers happy. You gotta stop doing that. <sighs> And I'm not saying, you know, your wife likes fucking trash TV. You know, you don't like loving hip hop, but it'll make her happy. So you gonna watch it. Dad, I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about when you change the trajectory, the trajectory, excuse me. When you change the trajectory of your day, your plans, especially your day off, your time to yourself or whatever, just to fucking do something for someone else. To make them happy. That's codependency. Because you are making yourself unhappy. You are sacrificing your peace. Your happiness. Your boundaries. Your safe space to make somebody else happy. Think about it. And that's not a good look, boo. You know? Next. Idealizing partners or other loved ones, often to the point of maintaining relationships that leave you unfulfilled. When you be out here romanticizing trash ass niggas, when you be out here romanticizing trash ass women, talking about potential, y'all, I know I'm getting old. Because I be feeling like somebody big mama. If another motherfucker talk to me about potential, I'm going to chop them in their fucking throat. Potential. What the fuck is that? When you romanticize people and you build them up more than who the fuck they are and what the fuck that they have shown you, you are codependent on the image of who you think they are. You are codependent on maintaining that relationship. And how you maintain this relationship is you lie to yourself and tell you that it is a good one. You lie to yourself and you tell yourself that it fulfills you and it don't. That shit got you feeling empty. Five miles to empty. My heart is running low. Oh, y'all know I always got a song for y'all. Okay? Five miles to empty. No, we, <laughs> bitch, it's mile five. We on E. We on E. And you ain't got near not a gas can in that trunk. That's what we on. Okay? 
You got to stop doing that. You got to stop. Oh, I did this whole piece of a man shit that, 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 that the women before us, the Betty Wrights of the world, you know what I mean? The PO get you a piece of a piece of a man is better than no man says fucking who. If you don't get your Reese's Pieces ass the fuck up out of my face, I don't do pieces. I don't even do Kit Kat boss. Cause I don't want you to break me off a piece of shit. Run me my whole shit. No, I don't do pieces. Mm-mm. 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 I had to, I had to drink one for that, for my women ancestors on that. Cause they firm on my neck on that shit. I don't do pieces. And I have a piece, a written piece. You know, baby girl, you are a full feast of a woman. Never settle for a pie slice of a man. You taking pieces of motherfuckers. You know, you holding on to motherfuckers that done shown you that they kick the dirt in your face like a fucking dog. Just to say you got a man. Just to say you got a woman. Just to say that you got, oh, I got a relationship with my mom. Even though mom treats you like shit on a stick. Oh, I got a relationship with my best friend. Even though your best friend is sabotaging your ass left and right and don't want you to see, do, or be shit. That you so codependent on this friendship. You so codependent on this relationship and having it that you are accepting of this detrimental fucking behavior. I'm sorry, what? (sighs) I should have got me some more ice. How? Where? Why? Why? You deserve so much fucking better than that. You know? Now I'm going to hit you with this last one. When we have a elevated sense of rejection or abandonment. And this also stems from our childhood, right? You know, our attachment with our parents, you know, if you were abandoned early, if you did not receive proper attachment with your parents early on, you know, in your formative years, you know, if you were neglected, you know, if your parents worked all the fucking time and didn't have, you know, the 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 faculties to fucking fulfill you and love upon you and be present and give you that sturdy base, that security to build your self-esteem, your confidence, your voice, your autonomy on. You know, you're going to have a fear of when you get into your relationships, when you get into your friendships, that you're going to be abandoned again. They're going to leave again or they're going to reject you. You know, so you act out in behaviors that preserve this relationship. You know, you, you're so paralyzed with the thought of being neglected again. You're so paralyzed with the thought of being abandoned again, being rejected again. You know that this makes you codependent on another person because you just can't seem to stomach them one day saying that they don't want to fuck with you no more. Or one day saying that they don't want to deal with you no more. And a lot of times... Um, this could be the furthest from the fucking truth. I've seen people codependent on their relationships with their partners that are in love with them. Then they don't want to go nowhere. But because they've dealt with neglect, hurtful, painful neglect, abandonment and shit, it's like they cling or they sabotage, you know, or they act out in ways that are not conducive to a healthy relationship, you know, with the person. You know, so, um, and I, I, I also want to say this in our relationships and in our friendships, you know, there can be healthy dependency, you know, you can, it's, it's, it's totally healthy to depend on someone to help you with this, to assist you with that. You know, I can always depend on my mom to help me with my kid. You know, or I can always depend on my sister to come through and help me, you know, with, with, I don't know, with cooking or, you know, with, with, with talking, helping me talk shit out, you know, um, whatever, you know, there's nothing wrong with depending, having healthy, dependable relationships, but that line is drawn 
When you're looking at this union, when you're looking at this relationship, when you are depending on this other person's energy to make you fulfilled, to make you feel complete, that's when it becomes a problem. So again, you can be dependent on people and it's all right. You know, it's nothing wrong with knowing that you can depend on somebody for this or knowing that this person is going to come through because that also gives us security. That also makes us feel good. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm talking about the dark side of that, the negative side of that, where it becomes codependent, where it becomes you can't move unless they move. You can't make decisions because you're so paralyzed by being dependent on this other person. You know what I mean? That's where the line is drawn um, with that. You know, um, people can depend on each other. You know, they just don't need to focus and self-sacrifice for each other. You should not be out here self-sacrificing for somebody. I mean, other than your kids, but then there's boundaries with that shit too. I don't give a fuck. Shit. I said what the fuck I said. You know, some shit you don't do for your kids. And that's another conversation that we shall have. You know, because a lot, I know a lot of parents who are codependent on their fucking kid. They had their kid to feel a fucking slot of a man. They had their kid to feel a slot of a fucking woman. Codependent as fuck on their kids. They kid is they fucking man. They kid is they woman. You know, and that's just that's not healthy either. You know, um. So when we're codependent, you know, we aren't able to set and maintain healthy boundaries, right? We're unable to make our own decisions. We're unable to protect our emotional vulnerability. We're unable to validate our vulnerability. You know, so because of this, we can pick motherfuckers who are emotionally abusive, emotionally unavailable, you know, and you can have trouble with seeing this is not right. This is not cool for me. This is dysfunctional. I don't need to be here. You know, I don't need to stay here. So, um, I, I, I really want to stress to you all that because I'm really serious about autonomy and I'm really serious about purpose um, and I'm really serious about um, fulfilling what your destiny is. Y'all don't got time to be codependent. Y'all don't got time to be waiting on somebody else, leaning on the everlasting arms of another motherfucker. That's not what you were sent here to do, you know? So, um, here are some things, you know, I'm just going to rattle. I'm, I'm about to close. I just want to rattle a couple of things off, um, with, with battling codependency, because I'm never going to talk to you all about something and not, you know, say, okay, so this is what our 10 point program is going to be about this shit or what your homework is going to be. So, um, of course the most obvious would be therapy. You know, going to see someone about your codependency, going to speak to a mental health professional, you know, so that they can help you recognize um, what your si your signs and your symptoms of codependency is, you know, so that they can help you troubleshoot um, ways that you can overcome people pleasing, why you do it. You know what I mean? And stop yourself from doing it. Come up with, with a plan, you know, that you can do instead of, okay, if you're feeling like this, this is what you need to do instead. You know, a roadmap that will help you overcome your people-pleasing tendencies. Um, um, your therapist can also um, help you with setting healthy boundaries, both with yourself and with other people, which is very important when it comes to codependency. Also reconnect you with your sense of self your sense of independence, your autonomy, bring you back to that. And this can be done by addressing any related mental health symptoms that you may have, which can include depression, which can include um, anxiety, which can include guilt over putting self first, you know? So this person can help you with coping techniques that will assist you with your, co with your um, codependency. 
um, excuse me, you know, um, I know personally, I, uh, would like to, uh, work through ways that, that, that would help you assert yourself, find your voice, you know, be comfortable with expressing your needs, be comfortable with expressing your boundaries, you know, um, healthy communication, you know, those type of things, um, and things that you can do just for self, you know, outside of therapy is you can invest in a self-care routine. You know, um, when we do self-care, we are caring for self. We're putting self first. We're pampering self. You know, something that isn't really seen when we're codependent because we're so dependent and we're so focused on the other person. You know, so self-care, putting self first, having a self-care routine that you stick to. I don't give a fuck rain, sleep, sleet or snow. One of my self-care techniques that I have is rest. Once a month, I get missing. Like this week, this weekend, I am in New York City. You know, I get missing. I have fun. You know, I, I come up to New York. I hang out with my friends. I drink. Shit, my ass was, was lit as hell last night and the night before. Fun. I went out for tacos last night. And tacos, man, look. You tell me you got a taco place you want to take me to. Baby, where you, where, where, where you want to meet? Where? Show me. You're coming to get me or I'm coming to get you. You know, allow yourself pleasure. Allow yourself, you know, opportunities, you know, where you're, you're putting yourself first. You're indulging yourself. You know, you're being comfortable with picking you, with choosing you. You know, and also spending time alone. When I'm up here on the weekends, um, I'm by myself. I don't have to be mom. I don't have to be boss. I don't have to be CEO. I don't have to be da-da-da-da-da. I am April Nicole. And if April Nicole just wants to lay in bed, that's what the fuck she gonna do. If April Nicole just wants to da-da-da-da-da, that's what the fuck she gonna do. You know, spend time alone. You know, because your relationship with yourself is important. You know, that's who you need to be fostering a good relationship with. And you can't do that unless you spend time with yourself. You know, so spend time with yourself. Get in touch with your emotions. Recharge your energy. Journal. Talk to yourself. Do some alone time. You know, next, pursue your interests. What are your passions? You didn't put yourself on a back burner for so long. What the fuck you like to do? Whatever it is you like to do, make a plan to do it. You know, my thing, I love to travel. I had got off of traveling, not no more. I'm back on, listen, I'm back on it. I'm back on it. I didn't, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm back. Me and my passport. That's my thing. That makes me happy. That's an April thing. That's an April Nicole thing. No, that's an April thing. That's not even April Nicole. That's what I like to do for me outside of my brands, outside of whatever. I like to travel. So that's what I give myself. And it gives me independence. It gives me a sense of self. Do what you're passionate about. Please stop putting yourself on the back burner. Stop putting other people before you. I don't give a fuck who they are. You are just as important. And why? Because this is your fucking life. Everybody else got their own life to live. And I'm damn sure, sure that they ain't worried about what the fuck you got to say about their life. They living their life like it's golden. Taking their freedom, putting it in the car. And you over here worried about them. <sighs> so this is my time. This hour went by fast. Um, but I would like to thank you for tuning in with me this week. Um, again, I'm your girl, A. Nicole. If you would like to follow me on social media, my Instagram is freaknick, F-R-E-Q dot N-I-K. Twitter is freaknick, but that's with an underscore. So F-R-E-Q underscore N-I-K. And I'm also on Facebook, A dot Nicole, A dot N-I-C-H-O-L-E. Um, yeah, that's my time. Remember to subscribe. Remember to rate, review, and tell a friend just how dope you think this podcast is. And I will see you all another week talking shit, uplifting you, you know, bringing you up from the ashes because I believe in you and I love y'all. So until next time, I'm out.
Nikki's thoughts. She dives into your brain. Nikki's thoughts. She's a queen with a frame. Nikki's thoughts. Melanated and spiritually in tune. Nikki's thoughts. Unapologetic with energy like go shoe no shoes. When you hear her, you're gonna go on a journey. Nikki's thoughts. Heartbreak. Advice. She got you. Don't you worry. She's a boss. She's a boss. Nikki Stoltz. Thoughts.